Welcome to Keeping It Real podcast with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. We're real life friends who discuss real life problems in a real life way. As you listen to this podcast, we celebrate the good, support you through the bad, and point you to a real life God who has the answers. We invite you to join us at the table where together we'll laugh, sometimes we'll cry, but most importantly, our promise is to show up and do real life together. Well, one day, two friends were sitting at lunch, and they were having a great time and decided, you know what, we ought to take some of these topics and things that we're talking about and invite people to join us. And that is how this podcast got started (laughs) with Kim Har and Kim Spence Mullen. And I tell you what, we love to talk to you. So, I mean, it comes naturally to us, but also we love to have other friends join us. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the whole idea of this, Kim, is that we know that if we're feeling certain ways, we think we know other women out there feel Mm -hmm. the same way or have the same struggles or the same highs and lows. And one of the things on our podcast, we're keeping it real. I mean, this today's podcast. Yeah, today is more yeah. real than others. <laughs> Number 10, there's something, and now that we're going into the double digits, I mean, I don't know, I guess we decided to just, you know, yank the Band-Aid off and <laughs> say, okay, here we are, this is real. Um, but it's going to be fun, too, at the same time, because, you know, we wanted to bring topics to you that matter. And this is one of those that matters. <laughs> I guess it's it one probably, that matters. It probably yeah. matters more than we think. Man, I, okay, so there are shows on all different networks right now that talk about um, organi- organization, um, you know, decluttering, talk about editing. And, I mean, the, there are various shows. I, you know, don't even have to name all their names, but there are books about our topic today that are galore. In fact, um, one of the things that you and I, there's a monthly um, luncheon in Tulsa, Oklahoma is where we're based out of. If you happen to be listening in some other location, welcome. Um, But in Tulsa, we have a monthly women's luncheon. And one of the women that comes regularly, she's a professional organizer, you know, and, and she spoke one time and, and it made me laugh too. But This is a real topic, and Mm -hmm. our topic for today is (laughs) creating an atmosphere of peace in your home and decluttering. Yes. Because clutter crowds in on our lives, sometimes slowly, sometimes without us even recognizing it as it's coming in, kind of like really slowly creeping in, and then we find ourselves overwhelmed and we ask, how did this happen? Yeah, yeah. Yes, I've asked myself that a time or two. So, okay, one of the things we like to do on (laughs) our podcast is we have a keeping it real question that goes with our topic today. And we usually will say, okay, what's what's the question that you have? And then we kind of, you know, decide. But our questions were so opposite. We said, okay, we're going to do, we're each going to give each other the questions. So one of us was a little holier than the other. (laughs) Oh man. Well, I mean, cause I think of like, I look at clutter and, um, and I think of trying to think of peace. So I'm thinking, okay, what 
how do I get peace? You know, we're trying to create an atmosphere of peace in our home. So what, but I mean, what does peace mean to you? Peace may mean that you're surrounded by the things you love. And it may mean certain, you know, we'll get to that here in a minute. But so, so that's my question. That's your question. What does peace mean to you? I think when I'm thinking about my home, peace for me would be the absence of chaos. Mm -hmm. It would be the absence of chaos in my home. It would be space, Mm -hmm. um, space to, to enjoy, to breathe, to, you know, sometimes when I get too many things around me, um, I hold on to things more than maybe I should. It just feels like there's no room to move. Mm. And, and I don't mean that literally. Yeah, you can yeah, yeah. move in my house. Yeah. Um, but it just feels emotionally. It yeah. feels like, okay, it just feels chaotic. Yeah. You know, they say that you can tell the, the um, inside, the status of an in, a person's insides mm-hmm. by looking at their purse their cars and their garages. Mm. And you know, that's really true when I, I can always tell when I look in my purse, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can tell I'm frenzied and hurried mm-hmm. and I'm needing to make time. And uh, every now and then it's like dump the purse. <laughs> um, but, but so for me, for me, peace is actually, it is a lack of chaos, maybe not necessarily a rigid order, mm-hmm. but it's some space. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you're keeping it real question. (laughs) Yours was about peace. Uh, I hear the angels going, (laughs) okay, mine is a little bit more confess. Um, Where does clutter crowd in on your life? Mm. Well, literally right now, um, it is (laughs) speaking of like feeling like the walls are closing in. I, I notice I walk through my, so right now I'm kind of in a transitional stage of moving from an apartment to a house. And so in the apartment, I did my best to organize my stuff when I first got in there. But as time has gone by, I've noticed I walk through and the the walkway is getting smaller (laughs) and smaller in my bedroom around the bed. And I'm looking at it thinking it literally is like starting to, yeah, crowd out my life. And that (laughs) does not create peace for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you where I clutter crowds in on my life is I am the most sentimental person that I know. (sighs) And I key, I, if I was allowed to, I would keep everything sentimental yeah Uh, my kids I have adult children and they laugh at me because I I moved five years ago I moved from a home I'd lived in for 13 years Mm -hmm. and when you live in a home a long time you just you collect things things come in I used to blame the teachers they would like have the kids make like cute little cards and send them home and I didn't ask for them but now I had to keep them (laughs) Uh, so so I had boxes and boxes and boxes of kids things that Mm -hmm. The things they had done in school that was so cute that I didn't want to forget. Somebody gave me something and yeah, oh yeah, cards. Yeah, Um, (laughs) yes. So there's a part of that's where I would say the sentimental things for me. I am very very sentimental, Mm. and that's where clutter wants to kind of creep in on me. Yeah. Oh, I I I'm with you on that too. I I love. Um, looking through even you know of course now we keep our pictures on our phones but. I have stacks and stacks of photos and places and boxes <laughs> and things that, you know, I love to go through and look and 
you know, it just, it just, Memories. yeah, it's just one of those things where you think, okay, well, one, as we say, one man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> so I, but we're going to get down to some of the practical thoughts here about clutter. You know, Kim, before we do that, there was a, <laughs> there was a saying by Nathan Morris, and it was edit your life frequently and ruthlessly because mm. your life is your masterpiece after all. And this is, when we're recording this, we're kind of in a spring-summer time. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I was going to say in Tulsa, but I think it's spring-summer most places. <laughs> and lots of us have heard the saying, out with the old, in with the new. Yeah. But unfortunately, too many of us, it is um, hang on to the old and cram in the new. Yeah. And so um, that's kind yeah. of where we're headed with this podcast. Yeah. Well, I remember, so talking about that, I remember years ago, somebody and I don't remember where I heard it, but I thought that was a really good rule. I don't follow it always, but I do like it when I follow it. And that is every time you bring something new into your house, you get rid of something of its kind. So you get a new pair of shoes, you get rid of a pair of shoes, you get a new blouse, you get rid of a blouse, you know. See, I think for me, I would be getting a new pair of shoes and giving out my husband's pair of shoes. <laughs> It's like like kind, but not mine. <laughs> well, and, and mine is, you know, but that is to, that blouse is to go with something that's, that's right. already in there. So I can't get rid of the other one, you know, but I mean, I've gotten better about that. But I, I think there are definitely things that are easier. And so maybe for you, it's nail polish. Maybe mm -hmm. you keep like you have dozens of bottles of nail polish or maybe it's makeup or mm -hmm. you know we all have our little areas but something that tends that I I think you know when we get to the place where we have to really it's kind of like what you were saying where where are we cluttering and this is more How's it affecting you mentally? Yeah. How is it really, is it taking a toll on your life? Is it causing a relationship problem? You know, I mean, you mentioned your husband and mm -hmm. I mean, we joke about that, but you know, if you're opposites in those thoughts, <laughs> that can cause a problem, maybe a little friction. <laughs> oh, it can. Yeah. It can. Yeah. You know, when you are so different, you know, you say how, how clutter can actually affect relationships, but it can mm -hmm. because there's a part of one person can be, hey, I'm a minimalist and everything is like out of sight, everything's clean, everything's organized. And then you've got another person that's, I want everything out because yeah. I want to see everything I have so I can enjoy it. Yeah. So yeah, when clutter begins to affect your relationships, when you begin to feel overwhelmed, when you begin to just notice a lack of peace. Yeah. That's the time when you know, okay, I'm needing to do something. Yeah. Well, what do we start with? How do we how do we begin to declutter <laughs> our lives? You know, I don't know if you've you've heard of Marie Kondo. Um, listeners heard of Marie Kondo. She has got a um, is now I guess it's a TV show, but it was a book called The Japanese Art of Decluttering. And there's a lot of things in the book that you know I don't maybe prescribe to, mm -hmm. um, but she talks about when you have items, put all of like items in a pile and hold every single item in your hand. And ask yourself, does this bring me joy? Mm. And if the answer is yes, keep it. 
If the answer is no, let it go. Mm -hmm. Now, she adds, you should thank that piece for bringing you joy and release it into the world, you know, to bring joy to somebody (laughs) else. Um, But sometimes just being able to ask yourself, you know what, does this bring me joy? Mm -hmm. And it's amazing how quickly you will get a yes or no. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, if you look in my closet, you would think I'm the most joyful person around. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but but so the first thing is maybe looking at has this served its purpose mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know some of the practical steps like I said I am very very um, sentimental mm-hmm. I had I have four biological children mm-hmm. and I kept I didn't keep just like every paper they brought home but they brought home so many cute papers yeah um, <laughs> and little science projects that I worked on with them sure. that it was the memory that was attached to it. So one of the things that helped me with with my kids, with letting go of some of those cute, you know, things I'd held on to, is I had my adult kids come to my house, and I had my 24-year-old son put his kindergarten little cap on, and he held this big sign up that said, my name is Matthew, and I love my mommy, oh, and I'm five gosh. years old. Well, oh. so I had them hold that, and I took pictures, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I threw those away. Yeah. My daughter, I'd have her hold a little science project. I took the picture, and then I threw it away. <laughs> and so it actually helped me get get rid of all of those boxes because it was the memories I didn't want to forget. Right. And so I took a picture of it. And at some point, I will put those in like a little book that you can, you know, make online. Yeah. But until then, it's in my phone. Yeah. And it's not creating, you know, boxes and boxes and boxes of storage. Yeah. Yeah. So one thing is maybe take some pictures of those things. I love that. And, And release release what you've been holding on to. Yeah, I I love the idea of the the photos, of doing it that way. I did that with some, so my son, who's 20-something now, um, he had these different paintings and different projects that I had saved, and I did the same thing. I took pictures of them, and I thought that, for me, was, um, it was such a great feeling. Mm -hmm. It kind of gave me the joy of, even reminiscing in that moment. Um, And sometimes it's kind of like when you hear an old song that makes you think of, you know, a certain time in your life and you think, oh, I love hearing that song, but do I want to hear it every single day? Probably not. But I, and I'm not going to look at, at the, picture that he painted every day right but you know now now I've got it in my phone so if I ever do you know I can go back and look at it but but pretty much most of the time yeah that's a one-time thing Mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know my mom uh my grandmother passed away and she was 103 and so you talk about having stuff in your Mm -hmm. house I mean she had lived in her house for like 35 years and it was filled with things and my mom took most of the items um because her sisters and brothers they took whatever but you know she she brought most of it back to her place and I remember kind of thinking oh my goodness a lot of (laughs) stuff I mean you know and and yet what I found was for her that was just she just needed it almost like an interim period it was connecting yes and she said I remember one day she said I'm ready to start getting rid of some of mother's things and and that's what she started doing and so there may be time give yourself some grace Mm -hmm. during some times but then really also though understand that there probably will be a time where you you're ready right and to go ahead and follow through with that then well and I think sometimes people don't let go of things because they're afraid they're going to lose the connection with somebody yeah if somebody's passed away yeah 
or they're afraid I'm going to forget how good this made me feel in the past. I'm going to forget this memory. Mm -hmm. And so when we originally got a lot of those things, you know what? Back back when my kids were little, we didn't have the cell phones that took pictures. Yeah. And so yeah. now it's realizing we've got things where we can remember. Um, you know, be willing to let some of those things go. Ask yourself. Does this bring me joy? I like that. Because a lot of times, you know, we may have been given something by somebody and then we feel guilty about yeah. letting it go. Yeah. You know, my mom just yesterday gave my husband, we're leaving her house, and she gave my husband this little glass figurine that's a princess. <laughs> and she told I asked him, I said, what are you doing with that? That is so ugly. And, and he said, well, your mom gave it to me because I should give it to our granddaughter because I call her princess. Mm. And I'm thinking, my mom was just trying to declutter, and she's feeling <laughs> guilty of getting rid of this mm -hmm. so she's gifting it to me mm -hmm. and I'm going to declutter it mm -hmm. so sometimes it's I'm not going to be guilty feel guilty yeah. just because I'm letting go of something that somebody else gave me that I really didn't want because yeah. people will give you things they don't want to get rid of their guilt <laughs> oh yes <laughs> oh yes yeah I think that's a really good reminder too and the and the idea of saying it's okay to let go of some of those things now if there are there are times where um, sometimes people find themselves in a, a funk for whatever reason, yeah. and they really haven't even seen past the idea that this is turning into more than just, yeah, mm -hmm. than clutter. It becomes, I'm not just a pack rat. It's, yeah. it's now I'm really drowning in all of this right, stuff. Right. Yeah. You know, if if somebody finds themselves in that and recognizes, okay, this isn't just about I'm sentimental about something mm -hmm. or and all of a sudden I am like surrounded by things. A lot of times that can be I've gone through my own traumas and hurts and I'm I'm it can serve as a protection. Mm -hmm. uh, people can have a bunch of things around them so it makes it hard for others to actually get to them. Mm -hmm. Or it can be a protection, hey, if I have all this in my home, others won't want to come over. Mm -hmm. um, so if it's a if it's a um, I don't want to say if it's a problem because a lot of people think it's not a problem. Yeah. But when there's that feeling of anxiety and overwhelm, and um, I would suggest one is um, emotionally maybe begin talking to a counselor, a therapist, um, trusted person that you can just kind of begin asking, hey, this is what I'm looking at. Is the, Do you think this is a problem? Yeah. Um, it's also being able to, um, not just when it's, it's like big and overwhelming, mm -hmm. but when I just, I feel overwhelmed and I don't know where to start. So you yeah. may not have a, a bunch of stuff around you, but you've got certain things you need to do and you just feel overwhelmed. Yeah. Almost like when our kids are little. And we tell them, hey, go to your room and clean up your mess. Yeah. Well, they go in there and they look around and it's almost like they're paralyzed because I don't know where to start. Yes, yes. As parents, if we say, you know what, go pick up your Legos and mm -hmm. put them in this container. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, pick up your dolls and put them over here in the yeah. toy box. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we just get overwhelmed and don't know where to start. And yeah. so then we don't start anywhere. True. So if you're feeling overwhelmed and just don't know where to start, it may be, it may be hiring you know, somebody yeah. that's an organizer. Yeah. It may be, you know, reaching out for help. It may be calling a friend mm -hmm. and saying, hey, you know what, would you come over and I just need another set of eyes because yeah. I feel like I'm sentimental to everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's good. No, it's a really good point. And I, and I think like for me, it used to kind of break down into zones and of, you know, okay, well, I'm going to, uh, brew a pot of coffee. And while I'm doing that, I'm yeah. going to see how much of the 
you know, the, I'm going to empty the dishwasher yeah. and fill it back up. Yeah. And it was challenged yeah. to myself yeah. for those things. But, but I think you're right on, there are times where it may just be, and an organizer, don't be intimidated to right. think that they're going to come in and judge you. Right. You know, this is what they do. They're thankful for you. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's job security. Um, you know, but but they, yeah. that's what they love to do. Yeah. And so when you have someone come in that loves to do that job and you mm-hmm. hate it, it helps you understand, okay, well, I can... I can do this and they, they won't make you feel weird or anything like that. When you talk about the kind of the small zones, you know, just some practical things, it may be setting a timer yeah, and just doing something small and say, you know what, today, if all I'm going to do is I'm just going to do with this one drawer. Because I know for me, I can get overwhelmed and I start in one closet and then all of a sudden I'm taking something to another closet and I start (laughs) that closet before the other one is done Mm -hmm. and everything is topsy-turvy. And I'm like, why did I even start this? So start in one small area, Mm -hmm. set a timer, give yourself permission. I'm just going to do this one small thing. Yeah. And then I think as women, we are really, really bad at when you go to our closets. Okay, I'm going to ask you, this is this is another confession question here. Okay. How many sizes of clothes do you have in your closet? Uh, well, I'm not saying what sizes. No, no, no. I know. And I know sizes. what you mean. I But since I moved to an apartment and I knew I was going to be very limited on my space, I was pretty good about paring, paring that down. down. Now, I will say in the past, I have had... Probably three different yep. sizes. There's the size that I came from. Yeah. If I'm in a size now, there's a size I want to go to that I used to fit. Yeah. The size I fit now. Yeah. And the little bit bigger size just in case I need it. <laughs> and so we have these closets yeah. with three different sizes. Yeah. And so yeah. I think even when it comes to our clothes, how do we pare those things down? Which yeah. are, I would say with those, hold them up and don't just say, if this fits, I'm going to keep it. Yeah. Because that's my problem. Yeah. Hey, this fits. So yeah. I paid good money for it, so I'm going to keep it. Yeah. And it's more putting something on and saying, do I feel good in this? Do I feel, you know, does this bring me joy? I do I, that. does this empower me? And if it doesn't, okay, release it. Yeah. Give it to, give it to a friend, pass it on. Yeah. Um, but make room to actually find the beauty. And I love the idea of joy. Joy is as much about giving um, as we, and, you know, we've grown up thankfully with parents and with um in church learning about the joy of giving Mm -hmm. and the idea of really how much fun it is to be able to do that and so I love to be able to pass on the things that I have been you know for whatever reason I don't need it I don't wear it blah 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 you know and and to pass that on yeah. to a place that you know is going to make good use mm-hmm. of that. And there are so many places, so many nonprofits That's right. that are always looking for things. If you have dresses that you have not worn in years yeah. or months or you're never going to wear for whatever reason. I mean, think of even there are places um, we have a place. I don't know how um, nationwide they are, but dress for success. Mm-hmm. They're always looking for dresses for and women to interview. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And mm-hmm. I think about for men's clothes, the same idea. If you go to some of your local uh, missions or things like that, some of these guys that are needing to get jobs, yeah. they need interview clothes, yep, yep. you know, old books can be donated to things like prison ministries. 
Um, no, but, you're getting over into a bad territory for me. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know. even want to go there. No. Oh, so that's the confession. That's where overcrowding yeah. comes in. Yeah. Books. Books, uh, journals. Yeah. You know, one of my favorite things to do is actually to post on, you know, on a social media account on their marketplaces. I love to put things on there that say free. Mm, because yes, it, I yes. know, you know what, if somebody can use this, and if it's free, people that maybe don't have the money for it are going to come and, and it's more, oh my gosh, thank you. This yeah. is what we needed. We couldn't afford it. Yeah. So look for opportunities to, yeah. to sew into the lives of others. So it's not just, it's, I'm not, you know, I can't keep it. Yeah. It's, you know what, I'm actually blessing other people with things I have an overflow. Yeah. I'm blessed to overflow. Yes. How's that for another word it. for clutter? <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right. Well, I think we're going to close our episode today. And as we close, we want to say how excited we are to have you as our friend. Welcome. We enjoy invite you to join us every two weeks as we dive into what it means to be real, raw, and restored. We promise to keep it real and come as we are so that you too can come as you are. To make sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, Keeping It Real Podcast. Remember, there's room for everyone at our table, so don't forget to tell your friends.